Hi, I'm Melanie Walker and welcome to another episode of Gun Talk. And with me today is GOSA Chairman Paul Oxley. And we're going to be running through what some of the common misconceptions are when it comes to knowing your firearm rights. Paul, what is one of the most common misconceptions when it comes to this? There are a number. Carrying the, fire, the firearm loaded in condition one or one up, as people sometimes refer to it, with a round in the chamber and a full magazine in it, or a magazine in the in the, in the firearm. And yeah, that, that that comes up quite often. There's people get interact with law enforcement and uh, they're pulled over in a roadblock, whatever, and the, the police say to them, uh, have you got a firearm on you? And you always answer the police honestly and you say to them, yes, I have. And would you like to see the license? And the police will say, yes. Then the police will say to you, I'd like to now compare the, the serial number on the license to the serial number on the firearm. And you have to then produce the firearm. The correct way to do this is not to let the police take possession of a loaded firearm because you don't know what the level of competence is like in the in the police and you don't want the policeman to have a an accidental discharge with, with your firearm and preferably not shoot you. So so you say to the police, I'd like to make the firearm safe and you will then identify a safe direction and you will draw the firearm, point the firearm in that. Don't ever draw the firearm before you've spoken to the police and told the police exactly what you're going to do because they are inclined to be a little jumpy. Anyway, you identify a safe direction. You tell the police, I'm going to withdraw my firearm now. I'm going to point it in that direction. I'm going to, I'm going to render it safe. I'm going to take the ammunition out of the gun. At which time he may say to you, is it loaded? The utility of carrying an unloaded firearm is, is, is lost on a lot of people, but one should know that the South African police are, are required to carry chamber empty. In other words, with a loaded magazine in the firearm, but no round in the chamber. And somehow they've come to believe that this applies to everybody and all firearms. Not all policemen, but typically the guy that pulls you over at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. So you then render your firearm, you say to the guy, no, sorry, that doesn't apply to me, that applies to you, not to me. You take the firearm out, you unload the firearm, you hand it to the police, at which stage the policeman will come up with one of the other frequently asked or frequently touched on misconceptions, and that is, are those hollow point bullets? Again, the South African Police Service is only allowed to carry ammunition which is issued to them in their firearms, in their state firearms. Typically, they are not issued with they are issued with hollow point ammunition in, in some instances, specialist units, VIP protection units. The uh, the special task force, they get to carry whatever they like. But the misconception amongst the average police member will be that they're illegal. Or they may be. So they'll say to you, you're not allowed to carry hollow points. And then you've got to say to the guy, no, I'm sorry, you are allowed to carry hollow points. It, it doesn't, through your regulations, your directives don't apply to members of the public. Then there's a small subcategory of problems that you come into with that. How many rounds do you have in the magazine? And there's no right answer for this. If the magazine is full, they may say to you, you're only allowed to have 10 rounds in the magazine. And that, again, will relate to the fact that they don't have availability of ammunition at the police station. So they're issued with 10 rounds of ammunition per person. I'm not kidding. So their magazines are half empty in their guns, and they don't have extra ammunition. So their, their shift commander has told them, you're only allowed to have 10 rounds of ammunition. And then that gets impressed upon you. Or you may have too few rounds in the magazine for, for the particular police officer's liking. 
And he may say to you, he may have come to believe that if there's rounds missing from the magazine, you must have used the firearm. And he'll say to you, but why are there only 10 rounds in the magazine when the magazine can take 15 or 17 rounds? And maybe disinclined to believe that it's because that's the ammunition you had on you or whatever. Or um, I didn't get around to reloading, sir. Something like that. A lot of these interactions tend to work out according to the way you as a member of the public deal with the police officer. You have to understand that they are in a relatively high-stress job. They may be under threat. They may be under pressure. You don't want to come across as, as somebody who's, who's confrontational. So even though you should very much stand up for your rights and know your rights and what to stand up for, it doesn't help to try to make a fool out of the officer or to try to show him how clever you are. That's typically going to earn you demerit points. In other words, you're going, he's going to give you a hard time because you've given him a hard time. So just don't. Don't be that guy. There's also a common misconception that it's illegal to carry Section 15 and 16 firearms as a self-defense firearm. Firstly, what is a Section 15 or 16 firearm? All right, so there are various sections of the Act under which you can license firearms, different firearms. And the various sections, the most common section is probably a Section 13, which is a, a firearm which is licensed for self-defense purposes primarily. There's also a Section 14 license, which is a restricted firearm for self-defense purposes, but that's very uncommon, so it behooves us not to even worry about that. Next, there's a Section 15 license, which is for occasional hunting or occasional sport shooting. And then there's Section 16, which is for dedicated hunting or dedicated sport shooting. There's also Section 17, which is a collector's license and sections all the way up to security officers and stuff like that. But let's deal with the, with the three main categories, uh, Section 13, Section 15, and Section 16. You, you license the firearm for its primary purpose. So if you're looking for a self-defense firearm, you license it as Section 13. That means you don't have to show, motivate to the police why you need it for hunting purposes or for sport shooting purposes because you need it for self-defense purposes. And reciprocally, if you license it for occasional hunting or occasional sport shooting, you don't have to explain to the police why you need it for self-defense and obviously with dedicated sport shooting or dedicated hunting. But there is a caveat. In every section of the Act, Section 13, Section 15, and Section 16, also Section 14 and Section 17, etc., there's a final sub-point in every, in every category that says, a firearm licensed under this section may be used for any lawful purpose where it's safe to do so. And that's the catch-all. The moment you use a firearm, dedicated sport shooting firearm, for self-defense, you're protected by that clause which says any lawful purpose. It also, by the way, allows you to go and practice with your self-defense firearm because if the act was strictly applied and you were only allowed to use self-defense firearms for self-defense, you wouldn't be able to practice with it. So that would could give a that would be completely ridiculous because they encourage you to practice your, with your with your firearm to, to be proficient with it. So does this apply to handguns, rifles, and shotguns? Everything. Any firearm licensed under any section of the Act, you may use for any lawful purpose. So you can go and get yourself a Section 15 license and still use it for self defense. Absolutely, absolutely. Now sometimes people are misinformed by their by the, the local police station or by their designated firearms officer 
at the police station will say to them, you're not allowed. If I catch you carrying your Section 15 firearm for self-defense, I'll arrest you. They can't. The Act protects you. You may have been actually driving somewhere to exactly. go and use it on a shooting well, range well, and then yes. you get attacked. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly that. So it's, it's just more officiousness and, and it means nothing. No prosecutor will, will ever prosecute you for it. Nobody has ever been prosecuted for using a firearm licensed under a certain section of the Act for any other purpose that's lawful. Well, if you'd like to make sure that you know your rights and you are going to be able to use your gun proficiently, then get some more information about GOSA. Visit their Facebook page. That's GOSA Gun Owners South Africa. And, of course, listen to our other podcasts for answers to most frequently asked questions.